War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. It is uh, right now, 12.06, September. Monday, September 12th. And you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. This is the noon report. This is the governor who lives with, ow, with his mother. As he is imploding right now, the McKee campaign, folks, in full, complete implosion, meltdown. How about the rumor the FBI may indict Governor McKee today? No comment from the McKee campaign. Wouldn't that be fitting on primary eve? I don't know. We're going to wait and see. But here's what I do know. Right now, good afternoon to everybody. It's 12.07. We will be doing Facebook Live tomorrow night, primary night. Obviously later tonight for one after dark. But we will be doing uh, coverage Tomorrow night, as the results come in, there's already, this could go, I, I don't know, I don't know how long we're going to go. This could go late into the night, as a matter of fact, late into the night. And then um, there's already allegations. I mean, the whole thing is just a mess. <clears throat> All for our delight. This portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, fall is in the air. They're ready. You know, I stopped there yesterday. It just looks fantastic. Their homegrown mums kale, outstanding Look for them on Facebook, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, size is ranging 4-inch, 6-inch, 9-inch, 12-inch for the homegrown mums and kale. They have the ornamental peppers, 4- and 6-inch pots. They have everything you need for all your fall decorating and more. Pumpkins, huge bales of hay and straw, corn stalks, gourds. They have the sugar pumpkins. Stop in, pick up some native vegetables, sweet corn. Fantastic eggplant, zucchini, I think the best peppers in New England, yellow squash and tomatoes, plus local honey. And remember, this is the best time to plant trees, shrubs, cooler temperatures, less watering. So this is really you want to plant now for for next season because it just doesn't get as hot in the fall, but it's still a great growing time. And on top of that, Obviously, for instance, today, you know, we're getting a little bit of rain. So don't forget, they also have the deer-resistant placata trees. Beautiful choice. Natural privacy border. Three feet to 11 feet. They have the best selection, folks. Also, mulch, screen loam, crushed stone, always available. Pickup and delivery. Gift certificates are available. 3680 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. Right off of Route 4, and look for them on Facebook. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Well, folks, the um, <clears throat> today is Monday, September 12th, and DePetro.com is already having a, a record month, a record month at the website. And if you log on, you'll see why. Because we have original content that other people do not have. Either the media, they just don't have it, or... You know, for different reasons, they don't put it out there. <clears throat> so if you log on to the website, and remember, it's it's no eyes, no eyes, as in D-E, no vowel eyes. People say to me, "Do you don't have eyes, you have two eyes. No, it's D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And then we also have all the links to social media. I, I should mention that more. You can link to our Facebook page, Twitter feed, <coughs> excuse me, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. TikTok is really on fire. But right now, the top story. So you can see the McKee supporters arrested for the fighting the police. That was Friday in Pawtucket. No one else has it. But there they are. And they are a, um, a, a gruesome-looking bunch. Governor McKee, you can see all their mug shots, all the information. Fighting with the police. Fighting with the police. Charles Reed from Central Falls. Tiffany Thompson. New Bethlehem. Uh, Marissa Delfino from War, Matthew Manny of East Providence, Arthur Porter. So fighting with police. One of them was um, Thompson was remanded to the ACI. So all McKee supporters in fighting with police. And we have other original stories as well. If you haven't seen the Providence Ball uh, Barb Roll video, 
I, I, I haven't seen, that's like something out of a movie. I haven't seen anything, and I, I'd have to think back. You know what, actually, someone, um, it looked like the fight in the movie Roadhouse. <clears throat> Again, you, um, you click on it. If you go to the website, the video is right there. It looks like that's the film I was thinking of. Roadhouse with uh, Patrick Swayze, which actually, if I'm flipping around and I come across it, Dalton, I'll, I'll, I'll stick on that. Now, folks, then we also have the story, another one now, another student this time identifying as a dog. We had the, um, we were at the, we were first ones on the scene Saturday morning, 8.30 for the DUI and Warwick Avenue Warwick where the woman was ejected. So it's all right there, plus the school department. You know, this whole business of, um, now, Cats Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter saying that there's more bias for students that identify as a black cat. I think that's kind of ridiculous. But uh, the school department, this whole business, and also, you know, we did post on Facebook and actually on the website. It's uh, Pork Boy's producer saying that, um, <clears throat> putting out, saying, you know, it's, uh, it's bullying for anyone to criticize the students identifying as cats. But the, uh, the line that takes it away this whole business, and I think we're going to have an update tomorrow on um, the, he's a, I believe a male student, he attends CCRI, he claims he identifies as a lizard, so they allow him to walk around. This has been going on for some time, and he, he, uh, he identifies as a reptile, so, and he hisses at people, and, and, and it's, you know, it, listen, it shouldn't be allowed to go on. I've already contacted CCRI, I'm going to contact them again, but the, the line to take away from <coughs> Is and it's right here where the school departments feel that it's privacy, you don't disclose it. Um, it's a personal decision for a 10 year old child of how they identify. That's what the schools think. And this business of this is the kicker line whether they identify as a he, as a she, see, this is all you tell the teachers what your uh, preferred pronouns. So I would go and say, oh, all right, I mean, if I have to do this, my preferred pronouns are he and him. So if you refer to me, you say he or him. And then if there's someone sitting next to me in eighth grade and she's a girl, but she says, well, I identify as a boy and I plan to go through gender reassignment. And they say, that is fantastic. You're so brave. We need more students that are willing to step up and take puberty blockers and, and and discover who they truly are. You're a real leader. There's nothing brave about it. I think there's something wrong with people like that. But anyhow, um, and they shouldn't certainly shouldn't be encouraging it of, you know, 12-year-old children. But that person, the girl next to me, could say, my pronouns are he and him as well. And that's what, so then they also have they. Oh, I don't, I don't want to be referred to as a he or she. So... If you are referring to me, you, you don't say, you know, he didn't finish the assignment. You say they didn't finish the assignment, the non-binary. But this is the kicker line. Or something else. <clears throat> That's where I take exception. You know, um, a, a child is born at women and infants hospital or any hospital, but specifically in, in our area, women and infants. So, you know, listen, it's a gender thing. Right. It's. Did they have a baby boy or a baby girl? What the 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 woke progressive school committee crowd, the gender reassignment crowd is trying to say or something else or maybe it's not a male human or female human. And I played it last hour. There's Pork Boys producer. Uh, saying, you know, shame on if they, you know, if they want to identify as a cat and they're not, how would that not be disruptive in a classroom? It's just beyond me. So, folks, anyhow, you can read all of that at the website, (coughs) excuse me, thepetro.com. I apologize for um, not a COVID cough. This portion of the program, but check it out on the website, brought to you by the Coincid Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Folks, a great meal is waiting for you. Lunch, dinner, drinks at the lounge, they're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. So I want to bring you up to speed on everything. Again, um, if you haven't seen it, you got to go to depetro.com. That 
<clears throat> I mean, that fight video is something for the, I, I've just, it was uh, in the clubs on Broad Street. I've gone by there and I've covered a shooting that was outside of there. Some of you may remember, I was covering a shooting and we were, I, I mean, I was kind of joking saying that when you go to a restaurant in Providence, you, you instead of like, do you want to sit inside or outside? You know, they used to say smoking, non-smoking. In Providence, they said, you want shooting or non-shooting? And um, we have some tables available in the shooting section. And maybe we'll send over free dessert if you survive the meal. <clears throat> but, folks, you can check it out. I can't get over that that video, that fight video. At a club, I'm not that – well, I, I know the club. I've never been inside. But you, you can see it all right there. But what's happening right now, this, this is um, – I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, tomorrow is the – I'm voting tomorrow. I haven't voted yet. I still think it should all be election day. Um. You know, there's a lot happening right now, and I want you to understand in real time. The Board of Elections has canceled the meeting on the use of express vote machines. Governor McKee's campaign is basically imploding right now. Imploding. And it's also, it's interesting to me how, oh, wow. Oh, let me see this. Here we go. We have a... um, Let's see, another staffer weighs in ahead of the primary. Lexi Chris, who also worked with Fathead with Pork Boy, was McKee's deputy director, left same time as Dr. Scott. She tweets out, primaries are general elections in several Rhode Island races. Vote today, vote tomorrow. The health and wellness 401 depends. I'm voting for integrity. Third of the Rhode Island women uh, and vote for vision. All right, well, she's, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that is saying anything, but... Governor McKee is absolutely under attack. Now, the question is whether or not it's going to be enough because the unions, as we've told you, have gone all in for Governor McGreed. He is coming away with two nicknames. One is Governor McSleese and Governor McKee. So this this whole business, the person he fears right now is Helena Folks. Building trades union leader asked to do the right thing and vote for McKee tomorrow. Puppet on a string. Wow. Puppet on a string. And he's doing that. It's supposed to be. I mean, that is just the unions. Listen to this, by the way. No one else has talked about this. But I want to mention uh, that one of the emails that went out to the union So you wonder, well, wow, what do the unions know? Why are they voting for Governor McKee? Listen to this. Consideration for McKee. uh, Champion for local 580 issues. As the governor and the legislature added funding for 90 union positions at DCYF. Boy, that didn't get covered a lot. What's it going to take for me to get your endorsement? We want you to add 90 union positions at DCYF, 20 union positions at Department of Health Services, including an additional $7 million to the union budget, and seven union positions at the Department of Business Regulation, House and Senate leadership. Now, listen to this. The AFL-CIO, representing more than 80,000 Rhode Island union members have endorsed McKee. Well, we need a meeting with the Senate President's office. We made it happen. Uh, leveraging strong relationships. So they're all in simply because he is going to give them whatever they want. That's what it comes down to. And some other, these are some developments. So it started over the weekend. As Tom Ryan of CBS, Governor McKee has that ad that I played on Friday where he says that CBS, Governor McKee is going to war against CBS. Tom Ryan said to 7,000 CBS workers, I think you should strongly, you know, pay attention to who you might be voting for here. Um, but Ryan, uh, <clears throat> McKee said CBS was pumping drugs into Rhode Island homes. So then Tom Ryan came out, former head of CVS, and said, so the governor of Rhode Island is attacking the largest 
private company, CVS, Fortune 5, in the state, declaring war on them. And then McKee said, well, I, I didn't, um, I didn't I, I'm just going after folks, not CVS. Well, he used the CVS logo in his commercial. So then that led to Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott came out. And she has endorsed McKee. Well, McKee turned around and said she mishandled the pandemic. So now there's backbiting with that. But the person that really took fire at Governor McKee is Tom McCarthy. He used to be on stage at the press briefings. And he put out a tweet where he said it's unreal. It was a challenge to get Governor McKee to listen to and understand facts, all caps, let alone make a decision. It was easy to prop up, quote, a wacky, waving, inflatable arm blow up at a car dealership. Then listen to what he says about Governor McKee. Then stiffen his spine to make a real decision. So they have all gone all out in going after Governor McKee. Now, there's been two big endorsements that have not come out for for Helena Helena Bonanno folks. One is Gina Raimondo. One is Gina Raimondo and the other one is David Cicilline. So now right now Governor McKee's at it was at an event just a short time ago and he's there with Langevin, he's there with Reed Whitehouse. None of them are endorsing him by the way. Okay, uh, McKee responds to former CVS Tom Ryan comments Saturday. The governor had slandered Rhode Island's biggest company as new attack ad against folks. Governor McKee, I love CVS. This is about Helena. It's not about Tom Ryan. It's not about CVS. Well, it actually is. He used their logo. He, you know, went after them in the commercials. So I, I, the, here's the real answer, folks. Now, there's several things at play, and I'm going to play it out for you, of where all of this is is uh, is leading right now because number one you you can't you can't ignore that the unions in a Democrat primary can make a difference and Sabatoni need the whole crew they are all out how about this thing do the right thing a vote for McKee do they believe in his leadership no do they think that you know he's got the taxpayers best interest at heart no they just view him as a puppet on a string that's what it is as i was saying last hour to justin katz the um the governor mckee basically gave up on trying to be popular or run in leadership and instead he's just gone all in with the unions all in with the unions. I mean, that's what's, that's really what's happening. Um, I also want to mention, um, so someone asked me if I was going to mention Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, her mom was roommates with Helena folks. I recognize that Nancy Pelosi is very, very unpopular, Speaker Pelosi. But it is a Democrat primary. And she had 200 folk supporters. I, I don't know if it's going to be enough. I know some people, Pelosi was lifelong friends with the late mother, with her, her late mother who died of cancer in 2009. And so, you know, there it is all these years later, she comes in to stump for her good friend, um, Helena, folks. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be enough. <clears throat> Let me just see this. Pelosi had intervened two years ago. She made a late stage endorsement of then Congressman Joe Kennedy, trying to take out Ed Markey. That was that failed. But Governor McKee is is handed over his administration to the unions. He has. And folks, what I mean by that is, will you pay for all that stuff? As I read all those different. You know, elements that he's adding union jobs and everything. Notice that's all under the radar. And those are all, that's, the union just wants more power. They want more dues. That doesn't mean that it's good for the taxpayers. So I'm going to break down the race for you in um, in just a moment. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, hey, we want to welcome them in. 
Matthews Oil Company. They'll keep you warm. 401-942-7500. 24-hour emergency service, Matthews Oil Company. Trusted oil delivery. Complete service, residential, commercial colors, uh, customers. Four generations. Keep your home comfortable, safe. Cleanest grade of heating oil. If you're in a budget, ask about various payment plans available. Wide variety of different plans for commercial. Matthews Oil Company. 401-942-7500. Celebrating 90 years of service. Premier deal in Rhode Island. Highest quality heating fuels. Uh, free first year service agreement. And at Matthews Oil, they provide reliable, affordable service to you and your family. Complete service, residential and commercial customers, wide variety of different plans. Give them a call today, 401-942-7500. Matthews Oil, 401-942-7500. So at 1227, good afternoon, folks. It's the John DePietro Show. Now, there's a couple of different things at play. I have been saying that I thought Nellie Gorbea would win the primary. Not that she's the best candidate, Democrat primary. Not that she is uh, run the best campaign. <clears throat> Not that she has lit up the debate stage, but simply she has, is running the election. She has access to the voting machines. She has access to the ballots. She helped design the ballot. She works in. That's what she does as Secretary of State. Now, it's been discovered, as we've talked about, that in Providence, they're having problems with Spanish mail ballots. That story broke the Friday before Labor Day. <clears throat> and now they've also tracked it to certain machines being used in Providence. How bad are the machines? How questionable are the machines being used in Providence? Mayor Alorza, who is with the Helena Folks campaign, the mayor of Providence, has spoken out and said, we got to get these machines out of here. They're faulty. They're shaky. What he's basically saying is, listen, they're rigged. Nellie Gorbea is going to try to steal the primary through these voting machines for Spanish voters. You can go in, you can vote in English, you can vote in Spanish. So she's going to steal the election. Now, there's still a lot of mail ballots out there. There's also the early voting. And there's also, you know, there's all kinds of ballots that you can get. The mail ballot applications. But what's different about the mail ballots, and this is confusing that's not explained a lot. You have the traditional mail ballots that are counted after the regular regular election uh, ballots are put in. But then you have, for instance, today. A campaign could go to one of those drop boxes today, put in 1,000 ballots, boom, and they're counted in real time. They're counted in real time. So if you drop in a ballot into one of those drop boxes today, now I'm going to vote tomorrow. Your ballot is counted before mine. Then they have the mail ballots. So as much as, um, as much as, I was initially thinking it was going to be Gorbea. And now her plan has kind of been exposed. She's going to try to steal the election, the primary, through these types of machines that they're using. And with Spanish ballots, Spanish voters, Spanish ballots is how she's planning on stealing the primary. Now, that has been upset, though, because they're shining a light on it. So that's number one. Now, number two. Because of ballot harvesting, McKee signed that. The unions are going out, and they cheat like crazy. They are ballot harvesting. They're grabbing ballots, um, and they're going to deliver them in lump sums for McKee. Now, if there's anyone that thinks that they do things fairly, they don't do things outside the, the rules. McKee is right now getting crushed. Because undecided voters are breaking for Helena folks. Helena folks has made a light surge. The question is, if there's 20% undecided, can she get enough to pull this off? We don't know. So I think Helena folks is going to do very well with 
voting tomorrow. She'll probably do well with undecideds that will go to the polls and then eventually go with her. But the question is, with all the ballot harvesting that the unions have done, the unions, when they look at Governor McKee, they just see dollar signs. You know, I talk about, I used to, my brother and I, my brother Tommy and I used to get up Saturday morning, watch all the cartoons, Roadrunner, Bugs Bunny, right, Tom and Jerry, but Bugs Bunny, when some of them were very creative, but remember they'd have like the, they're walking through the desert and then they're really thirsty and they start seeing mirages and, you know, they're really hungry and they look and then the person, well, the animal, whoever it is, they look like a pork chop. With Governor McKee, when the unions look at him, all they see is someone that can be manipulated, someone who's a puppet on a string, and someone that they can just, it's a huge money grab. Huge money grab. So they don't feel, boy, he's a great leader. They don't feel, boy, Dan McKee has Rhode Island headed in the right direction. They view it as, we can do whatever we want. We can rob and steal and pillage. They're like the Vikings, right? They are, they view McKee as like an easy mark. They view McKee as we can do whatever we want if that guy is in charge. There's no rules. And they steamroll over that, you know, Mayor Grabian of Pawtucket. I mean, the joke right now is if Governor McKee, you know, needs to, it feels the urge for whatever. I, I, I'll skip that example, actually. This is the ultimate. If, if the unions say jump, he says how high. Not a matter of why my my jumping. So now the question is, can can folks mount? You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. Folks, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. And all you do is, if you log on at DEPTRO.com, no eyes, and then on the left-hand side, you'll see click on Listen Live. And you do that, and then you just press the play button. And we have people that listen to that and are able to listen wherever they are. Some people go, you know, south for the wintertime, or maybe they go skiing out west or different places and wherever. People listen from all nice over. Clear. We are nice and clear. Right now, it's 1234. We had a minor technical glitch. Not exactly sure what happened. But we are fine, and we are back. And, folks, it is right now. I'll just uh, do a reset here. And it is, um, okay, and we are fine right now. It's 1234, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So we had a minor, 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 minor technical glitch. This portion of the program, hey, folks, I was with him on Friday night. I was with him on Friday night. J. Perry Paving. If you've been thinking of getting your driveway paved, call them today. Always provide high-quality, fair-pricing, exceptional service. 20 years' experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal-coating patios, free estimate for any project, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. They're a licensed, contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs. No matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, J. Perry Paving, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. Call them today, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is depetro.com. And don't forget, depetro.com, folks, during this time that, um, you know, there's a, still a lot of social unrest. And people are definitely, if you haven't noticed, but they're definitely uh, a little bit, I would say, a little bit off in some ways. You want to make sure that you can protect yourself if you have to. And that's why you want to go to Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Stop in and see Tanya and Frank. They have everything you need to keep yourself, your family safe. 
uh, as people start to sometimes pepper spray. You know, the other day in Pawtucket, the Pawtucket police had to use pepper spray on those McKee supporters who were punching and fighting with police. Surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. So just uh, and again, folks, good afternoon. We'll have uh, live coverage tomorrow night. It's 1236. It's Monday. And what this is going to come down to is turnout. But the, the wheels have absolutely the McKee campaign right now. The McKee campaign right now is in complete freefall, Com- complete freefall. But the question is, can Helena folks, can Helena folks, um, can she catch McKee? Now, Nellie does not seem to be making a last minute surge. So, but what's going on with, for instance, Brian Crandall put, here's Tom McCarthy weighing in, behind the scenes rift that led to the departures now becoming very public. So, Governor McKee is just going to war right now with the everyone, former deputy health director, Connor McCarthy. He's voting for folks. Working with Team McKee, Rhode Island deserves so much better. Wow. Helena, folks, is the leader Rhode Island needs. So this is uh, Tom McCarthy told Channel 10, when COVID pandemic was at its worst, Rhode Islanders saw me seven days a week. Many tuned in knowing I cared. I was doing all I could to help Rhode Islander in an emergency. Although I've moved in from my role, my concern remains strong. Rhode Island best equipped to handle the next crisis. The state cannot stay with the status quo. Early on, I saw how critical it was to have a governor with vision, integrity, a listing ear, and a willingness to be accountable. Rhode Island need change, new leadership. Helena folks is the leader Rhode Island needs. Now, what is still interesting is because Gina Raimondo has not weighed in. So the rest of her COVID team. Now, I also um, want to mention that that I know right now there are people listening or watching. I, I'm not oblivious to the fact that there are people that hated the COVID rules, that hate Nancy Pelosi, right? Despise Nancy Pelosi. I get that. I get all of that. However, it's still... Democrat primary, Democrat primary voters. So there are many people who may not vote tomorrow because there are some Republican um, races, so to speak, but nothing that, you know, nothing major. I mean, I did, you know, I pulled up sample ballot and there are some and I know the the Republicans that are running would want, they want people to run or, excuse me, to vote in, in the Republican primary. But as I look at um, the, the, the real races are in the Democrat and it's that general treasurer that is, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. That's too close to call. But Dios is with McKee. Stephen Pryor is not. He, he's with McKee, but Gina Raimondo is with Stephen Pryor, not with that James Diosa. The other race, Sabina Matos went underground. And then you have the Cynthia Mendez, Deborah Gerald, Lieutenant Governor, Democrat primary has not gotten a lot of attention. The big one is, of course, McKee, Helena Bonanno. Folks, what's also interesting in the ballot is folks pulled the second position. So at the top is McKee and then folks is number two. Then Matt Brown, Nelly Gobea, and then that other guy. And then you have Seth Magaziner as the top spot. And then Siegel, Morgenthau, Joy Fox. So I, I, I don't see an upset coming in that. Um, but the next 24 hours, so you have a couple different things. If you're an independent or Republican, if you're an unaffiliated voter, you may say, you may look at this and say, you know, I don't like Nancy Pelosi. And I didn't like Dr. Scott. I think some of those people that are saying I am turned off, I'm not convinced that they're going to pull the lever for anyone else. Governor McKee, I mean, look at the COVID people that worked with him. Don't want anything to do with him. 
He's under an FBI probe. And his former chief of staff, Tony Silva, had to resign. He basically, Governor McKee has morphed into a union puppet of which we're going to have to pay the bills. You're going to have to pay the IOUs. So now with Gorbea, she's clearly not up to the job. I mean, Nellie Gorbea, I've never been a fan. She has run actually a terrible campaign. I'm not sure what to make of that other than her whole strategy to me. We're going to have to wait and see, but I think it has to do with her whole strategy seems to rely on maybe those machines. And if that is the case, then, you know, there's going to be, if her strategy is basically just to try to pull this out with these, um, for Spanish voters in Providence, I mean, that is, that could happen, by the way. That absolutely could happen. So, so I, I, um, I see the one thing I'll say this about Helena, folks. Number one, she was uh, certainly qualified. I get the McKee people are trying to put a last minute push on the whole opioid addiction situation. And and that is serious. And right away, there were people, I've heard stories of people that were injured, were given um, oxy as a painkiller, unbelievably addicted, and it as much as some, you know, killed a lot of people, it also just really ruined a lot. It threw off their lives. I knew of a young athlete who hurt his, I think it was in a car accident. He hurt his back in a car accident, was given oxy and prescribed. And, you know, it, it he, he then became homeless because they would sell some of the pills. And... Those remember when Oxy arrived on the scene. I mean, that's when drugstores had to our pharmacies, excuse me, had to put signs up saying that we don't carry it or we don't have it. And there were people that I knew of a doctor that told me that people were showing up at his uh, his mother's home where he grew up at night looking for him to try to get a prescription for it. They were just so out of their minds. So. It's a fair criticism. Uh, it is It is absolutely a fair criticism. However, you're talking about, you know, for Governor McKee to be attacking CVS, enough that Tom Ryan of the Ryan Center, for them to be coming out, like, you got real nerve. And I know some people have gone after Ryan. I think that was pretty bold that he came out. But I'll say this about Helena, folks. Every All of the people that are just in the system, all of the political insiders, they want Governor McKee. Because with him, it's like an auction. It's like, just name your price. He is, with the unions, with the political insiders, he, all he's doing is buying people off. There's no one that says, you know, I've worked with Dan McKee, and I really... Like his vision. It's not about that. It's all about he's promised me the following, A, B, and C. Folks, I will tell you that, that that's not leadership. That that that's not that's not leadership. That's like, you know, his style, that's like being the New York Yankees in baseball. That's not, you know, look at the parody of the NFL. And then you, and I know this isn't a great analogy, but one of the problems in baseball, which was, you know, made popular in the money, in the movie Moneyball, was Brad Pitt, the coach Billy Bean, explaining there are rich teams, there are poor teams. And then there's 30 feet of crap. And then there's, I mean, all Dan McKee is doing is saying, I'm just going to buy everybody off. What's it going to take to get your endorsement? I have my checkbook ready. And folks, we have to pay for it. We, we, the taxpayers, have to pay for it, not him. So, of course, he's not saying, listen, this is what's best for the state. There's one million of us, but then you have the special interests and all the union members and all the state house insiders. He is not siding with the taxpayers. 
And I will tell you, there is no company that would want to come into a state where he is he is so business unfriendly. When he talks about, oh, I, you know, help small business, you know, he doesn't help small business. All he does, the reason why they're small businesses is because they can't grow. Because if they grow, the unions will go after them. And we saw on Friday what happens. If 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 he's gonna take sides, he takes sides against the private business. And let me be very clear about something. If you go to the state of Florida, <clears throat> Governor Ron DeSantis, he sides with the businesses. He says to businesses, come to Florida, come to my state. We won't interfere the way you run your business. Florida's a right to work state. That's why you have all these companies that are moving there. Governor McKee, is, we, that is a very unfriendly business approach to take. He says, listen, if you grow and have a certain number of employees, the unions are going to come knocking at your door. And they want to come in. And they want to unionize. And then if somebody, you got to pay this and pay that. And then they start running the show. A major problem in the, with education is the union, teachers unions run the schools, not the principals. Not even the superintendent. It's, it's divided loyalty. It's loyalty to the wrong people. Much like, you know, you see a lot with the firefighters. Their, their loyalty is not to the fire chief. Their loyalty is not to the mayor of the town. Their loyalty, the person that really runs the show, is the union head. So is Rhode Island state government too big? Of course it is. It's ridiculous. But it's all just the insiders. They're having a big party, but they want you to pay for the bill. Now, I didn't think he started off this way, but after he had tough time trying to establish his leadership, he ran into problems with the FBI probe. He ran into problems, Governor McKeenow, with his low approval rating tied to Biden. And Governor McKee basically gave up. He gave up and said, I'm just going to write blank checks for the unions, whatever you want. Just carry me over the finish line. I'll sign anything. I don't care if we're going to go after and we're going to chase business away. We're going to have to raise taxes. I don't just get me in office. It, just keep me in office. If I'm not in office and I can't sign all the checks. So Sabatoni, they're going more in for McKee than they did for Ramundo. And he's related to Ramundo. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Propane Plus. I saw Tim Johnson Saturday night, this lovely family. Folks, Propane Plus, heating and cooling, call them today, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Now, if you use propane, use Propane Plus. Three generations, they're available 24-7. They're going to serve you for a long time. Online billing, schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, free safety inspections. The company that you can trust, Propane Plus. Now, they have a very user-friendly website, and it's propaneplus.com. Residential, commercial, type in your zip code, always there for you with exceptional service, exceptional propane. Propane Plus, heating and cooling, 401 885-4209. One more time, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. I want to repeat, with Dan McKee, that's that's not leadership. That's not having a vision. That's not, you know, that's not leading people. That's just giving up, and I'm just going to give them whatever they want. Now, the problem is we, as I mentioned, we, we, you, look in the mirror. Who do you think's paying the bill on this? You would be paying the bill on this. Buying people off, giving the special interest anything they want. You know, what's it going to take to get your endorsement? We want everybody gets 3000 Okay. Is that fair to the taxpayers? Of course not. Does Do the taxpayers of Rhode Island, you and I, keep think of this. The taxpayers pay the salary of the public sector unions. 
Their salaries come out of your taxpayer money. He's giving them each $3,000 bonuses. By the way, he could be promising that yearly they're going to get $3,000. And you have, to, you have to pay for it. It's not like he's saying, and I'll find a way. You have to pay for it. We have to pay for it. That's not leadership. That is absolutely not leadership. So I, I don't know about you. Um, if Governor McKee wins, let me explain this. If Governor McKee wins this primary, now, they, the feeling in the Democrat primary is whoever wins is the next governor. Do they take Ashley Kayla seriously? Not really. Um, you can argue that they should, but they don't. People ask me, what do I think of her chances? I think she would get absolutely destroyed in Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls. And now McKee, what McKee has done is interesting is he is pulling a lot of votes out of East Providence. He's pulling a lot of votes out of East Providence. So you had the lieutenant governor and the governor were in Pawtucket on Friday, and that led to their supporters fighting with police. You have McKee under an FBI probe. Listen to Sabina Matos, lieutenant governor. Think of the accusations they made against President Trump on January 6th. And listen to what she said. And I want to remind you, right after she finished, five people were arrested, union members, for fighting with police. Right after the Lieutenant Governor Matos, who's been underground, gave this speech. She's so incompetent. Everything's fighting with that crowd. How come they weren't uh, accused? I mean, everyone kept talking about President Trump was saying, you know, if you want, you got to fight for it. And you, you, the only way is to show strength. Um, the whole element of that. And there they are yesterday, the governor and the lieutenant governor. And the Pawtucket police were under attack from the McKee mob of fighting with them. I think disgraceful. You know, also, folks, I put out, and that happened, on petro.com. I was there in Barrington, September of 2020. It was a very violent anti-police protest rally. And Dan McKee was right there. He was lieutenant governor. He was the headline speaker. Some of the speakers were saying, you know, And it was atrocious, by the way, but violence towards police, defund the police. You know, this was at the 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 end of the summer, the all the protests because of George Floyd. And they were talking about all this stuff. And and then who gets up and speaks? And then there's at the time, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. He was right there. I, I don't he's never addressed it. He's never talked about it. Um. I mean, and then he's the he's under an FBI probe. And now on Friday, he attends a private company. There are Teamsters are protesting picket line because the company won't give in to the demands they want. And the Teamsters who are on they're chasing the drivers of that company DHL and flashing lights at them and terrorizing them on the highway. And then McKee and Matos get up. And they fire up the crowd about fighting and you got to fight and you got and then they did fight and five of them got arrested for fighting with Pawtucket police. So I'll say this about Helena, folks. If she got in, she would turn the state and the state house upside down on the political insiders. She would not roll over and give the unions everything they want. She would not be doing a $160 million labor ridiculous soccer stadium in Pawtucket. 
of which they have been disingenuous about. What they are really doing is see the the the, the Pawtucket people. They're now trying to get investors. First, they wanted to get it across the bridge. They're not stepping up with the money. It's all predicated that they can get the investors. That's what this whole thing is about. You know, many times when there's someone trying to get a movie made, they try to secure a big star, right? They have a budget. They have a plot. Ben Affleck agrees to be in the movie. They then go to these investors and say, we need $15 million, $20 million, $10 million, whatever it is. We have a plot, we have a director, and we have Ben Affleck. They don't go to them and say, we have this plot movie, would you be interested in investing? They start going around to the investors once they have the big name. So in Pawtucket, they're saying, okay, we have the governor in our pocket, we have the unions in our pocket, now we're going to go and try and get the investors. And that is, if, if the investors bail out or the investors decide they want to pull their money out, then you're stuck. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by AtMed Urgent Care. Remember, next time you have an emergency and have to go to the emergency room, AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. Also, 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich, AtMed Urgent Care. They specialize in ambulatory medicine, immunization, schools, sports physicals, diagnostic treatment services. They are a cost-efficient healthcare alternative. And folks, they will see you. Here's the real benefit. They'll see you 30 minutes, less than an hour. I have used both facilities both times. They saw me within 20 minutes at Med Urgent Care. I know people that go to an emergency room and they're waiting six hours, seven hours. Eight hours, not with Admed Urgent Care. Walk-in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic trauma, work-related injuries. Uh, they have all kinds of adult vaccinations, physical exams, and mononuclear antibody infusions for those that have COVID. Admed Urgent Care. Stop it and see them. Next time you have an emergency, AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Johnston, right down the street from Johnston Town Hall and 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. Folks, right now it is 1259. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So I think the big question, and again, we go until 2 o'clock. I will be doing Facebook Live later, and then we will be on tomorrow night, primary night. We'll be live as all the results are coming in. I um, We're going to break down some of the other races. There's actually some good primaries to watch, and we'll talk about it. Now, next hour, you can listen AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or you can listen online at the website, DePetro.com. So we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news, get a news update, what's happening and going on around the world. We have another full hour to go. You can listen at the website and fast developments on this primary eve. It's all ahead. The power hour is next right here on the John DePietro show.